0: Hi guys, I'm Rich, one half of Beard and Bear. This is a message recorded on the 19th of June 2020. Due to ongoing revelations in the wrestling industry regarding currently emerging accusations against a number of UK independent, WWE, NJPW and AEW wrestlers, we have felt compelled to affix this message to the start of our archived content. We have chosen to keep our archived content as is, for the purposes of transparency, please be aware that discussions about wrestlers currently embroiled in the ongoing Britress abuse scandal were recorded before these revelations came to light. If you wish to hear our views on these accusations before you continue to listen to our archived content, please feel free to search for hashtag SpeakingOut on our anchor.fm forward slash JFabe profile. In addition, on the back of recent protests in the Black Lives Matter movement, like everyone should, we have checked our privileges in context of what we have learned, particularly regarding sensitivity and microaggressions. I've discussed our past content with multiple people of various different races, creeds, religions, sexualities, genders um, from across our society, and feel some of it may not best reflect our views as they are currently held. However, This podcast has been left as it was originally released. Some opinions are kayfabe and are given by parody characters or personas that do not reflect the present views of Rich or Jay or the actors portraying them. Listener discretion is advised. Everything you hear from this point on is what was released on the original day of publishing. Thank you very much. Oh my fucking god. What a difference a month makes. Uh you're listening to the beard and bear locking. Jay. How you doing, Barry?
1: I'm good bear. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs>
0: really, really Really, really uncertain times. Um Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um so just to kind of let you all know what's happening if you're lucky enough to be listening from a future where we all kind of get through this um, <laughs> so we're currently two weeks into the COVID-19 epidemic in the UK um, we're on lock-in I went on holiday at the start of March Um, and the plan was to have two weeks off um, and continue with our normal show showing light and by the time I got back all fucking hell had broken loose Um, Wrestlemania had been part down to two nights by the way i called it it was going to be two nights um, yeah
1: you definitely called it rich yeah that was you
0: if <laughs> <was all> you. <laughs> you want to think about happier times you can listen to show in light on the archive at anchor.fm you, forward slash what
1: do you owe me now you owe me something
0: um, no, because I bet it. You just said that it should be. You said it should be two nights, and then I said they're going to copy. They're going to copy. Um, they're going to copy New Japan and do it over two nights. And now look at what they're doing. <laughs> Definitely my
1: idea. Definitely my idea. But okay. That's it's the bit about you locking for it. We're, we're,
0: we're hoping you guys have some whiskey. Um, so. Y- As you know, we've been telling a serialized story um, with a rather diverse cast of characters from throughout the wrestling world um, over the last um, several months. Our plan was to dynamically reflect the wrestling landscape as that story got told through our Showing Light show. Um, It was going to be a really conflict-heavy storyline. I had loads of shit planned for it um i had i'd spoken to the various cast members we had loads of cool stuff planned for it and obviously after this lock-in I had a bit of a meeting with a few of them and realized that the world kind of has enough conflict right now um like we should all be really sticking together so we decided to change tact and we're gonna just be kicking it old school um with a good old podcast about Wrestling and world events, um, because we can't just talk about wrestling in its little bubble at the moment. Jay, anything to add on that?
1: No. <laughs> so, I so you covered it rich I think you covered it it's the 27th <laughs> oh, we're kicking it old school <laughs> yeah we're, we're kicking
0: it nice and old school it's the 27th of the 3rd 2020 um covid19 is just decimating the landscape of wrestling as a result a lot of independent promotions have shut um, and, of course, AEW Dynamite are the only people putting on consistent live programming at the moment. Um, WWE are alternating between pre-tapes and live pieces um, on their shows.
1: AEW and, has been the better no-crowd no, no crowd, um,
0: show. Really, really fucking Sorry. has. Um, they, they've done a really good job so far. Um, mm, are we... Mm. Where are we on the whole talking about the state of the world first thing? Um, because, I mean, there's been so much happening about the uh, in the wrestling world as we've led up to this COVID-19 epidemic um, and what is now showing to be something that completely changes the way that we live our lives for um, the foreseeable future, um, certainly here in the UK. And it looks like, considering that today was the day that um, America announced over a thousand deaths from the epidemic um that it will change the landscape in America as well um talking about the lead up to this there was there was there was vince McMahon um was holding off on the announcement of changes to wrestlemania he really really wanted wrestlemania to be um in tampa bay florida do you think um because it was really popular for people to be like oh well he's vince and he'll he'll totally he'll totally just sort it yeah yeah vince is vince is powerful enough to just completely um you know skirt rules and regulations regarding pandemics um but (laughs) i mean that aside mr just
1: get his lawyers in there yeah yeah just get his lawyers
0: in there well i said there'd be a show god damn it um but
1: doesn't kind of work that way does it in the real world
0: no do you think that vince was holding off for a little while because he thought that maybe maybe the wwe were big enough to skirt this (laughs)
1: <laughs> because that's the impression i get that yeah, that probably. really is <laughs> well was the wwe so we're we're bigger than the, the pandemic so god damn yeah. it we're gonna be there we're gonna be there <laughs> god damn it uh,
0: um so wrestlemania looks like it's probably going to be over two nights um and most likely um that is because they're having to tape it in blocks um, they, I think they were originally thinking they were going to do it live over two nights um, in the empty performance center. The reason being that there is an um, ordinance against public gatherings um, and events that have over 50 um, people at them at the moment in Florida. Um, and obviously more than 50 people were going to be participating in the making of WrestleMania, which I believe is why, um, or at least that's the rumor. As to why there's they no, are splitting this up. people
1: too many people in one place at one time.
0: <laughs> well, I, I, I'm pretty sure the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal isn't happening this year. Um, that's my understanding. <laughs> I mean, that would probably be a fairly bad idea at the moment. But I mean, obviously, I I, I would also think that they're probably going to skirt around um, wheeling out the over 80s for their Hall of Fame. Wave to no one. And <laughs> probably, yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be one of the weirdest WrestleManias ever.
1: I mean, is that still going ahead? Um,
0: so I think the inductions are the ceremony is probably going to be later in the year. I reckon they'll probably ram it up the ass of another one of the big four, um, would be my assumption like probably uh, looking next at the time scale yeah even next year's <laughs> wrestlemania um or judging by the time scale involved maybe survivor series um but that maybe. very much depends whether donald trump decides to actually do believe something it about yeah yeah i believe it's happening
1: it's like saying china all the time like yeah Airbnb.
0: yeah he's kind of saying china a lot um he, he had one of his top top one of his top economic aides um say that um say that the um cure um was worse than covid effectively saying who gives a shit if the over 60s die from this um they're not very productive members of society um that's paraphrased by the way um but oh what what a great bunch of people so how how are you su- how are you surviving this this pandemic jay
1: how am I surviving? Um, yeah. How,
0: so, what's going on in your world? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs>
1: you know, going to the shops and yeah, staying indoors. That's pretty much what I'm doing.
0: Oh, fair play. Um, yeah. No, I'm I'm in a very similar similar situation. Um, I i'm still in employment um in my brick and mortar job which is which is nice um just happens to be in an industry that hasn't been furloughed or anything like that at the moment um i went to aldi last week which is a supermarket here in the uk um and i saw a man in a gas mask have a fight with a 60 year old woman um keep it classy Nottingham. Um <laughs>
1: that's so, <quite> well
0: there. <laughs> yeah, no that's fair. Um, so this <laughs> week um they had a bouncer outside Aldi at ten o'clock on a Friday, um, and everyone was queuing rather orderly. Um so that was that was something, I suppose. Um
1: Yeah, I went to Asda today and they were letting a certain amount of people in when they, people come out.
0: Everyone so doing, doing social distancing.
1: Uh yeah. It's mm. That as well. It's really fucking
0: depressing, this, isn't it?
1: It is a little bit. It is quite but got to make the best of going, really.
0: Yeah. Um so let's talk about what's happened in the world of AEW over the last few weeks because we've had some very anticipated moves um some massively anticipated moves over the last few weeks um of course brodie lee yes
1: the exalted
0: one the exalted one brodie lee the exalted one of course was originally expected to be matt hardy um do you think Brody lee is the correct choice for this having seen him um first appear last week and um, you know, do his introduction, and then this week, obviously, he had his first piece of in-ring action against that dude who likes apples.
1: QT Marshall. Um. <laughs>
0: Thank you very much for that. That's all
1: right. Bold Carlito job.
0: Bold squat fat Carlito. Carlito. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> QT Marshall. <laughs> I'm like Carlito, but my dad's not a murderer. <laughs> What? Come at me, bro. There ain't no... The, 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 there ain't no airplanes at the moment, mate.
1: <laughs> they can't do shit right now.
0: Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, allegedly.
1: Allegedly. <laughs> oh, dear me. So...
0: The question was, <laughs> "What are your thoughts on the choice of Brody
1: Lee?" Oh right, yeah, for um, that role. exalted one. Um, I mean, is good? He's a good choice, but obviously yeah. I preferred it to be Cody. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Cody, now owe people co- now owe people money, and that's just how it is, I guess. <laughs> Enough money to cancel out the two night
0: WrestleMania thing.
1: No. <laughs> uh, <dreary>. definitely not
0: <laughs> so yeah I, I, I found that um, he looks very different from Luke Harper he's carrying himself in a different manner to Luke Harper um, which I like um, obviously his current character is a bit of a rib on Vince McMahon um, there are numerous Vince McMahon traits that he's that he's getting involved with um, straight out of the bat um, I don't know if you're aware of
1: these. Start with his suit for one. Uh, yeah. The
0: suit is a Vince <laughs> McMahon classic, isn't it? I mean blue shirt uh blue blue jacket, white yep. shirt, red tie. Um I mean that is that is Vince McMahon all o- all over. Um Apparently Cody Rhodes eat, eat yeah, first
1: cool. as well. Yeah.
0: Apparently. Um Daddy eats first as Cody Rhodes, um, as Cody Rhodes put it, which is apparently right. a bit of a WWE internal quote. Um, it's also ironically when AEW first started, it was on um, a Cody Rhodes T-shirt um, as a as a direct dig of Vince McMahon. So um, you get that as well. Um, moving on to that, you've got the eating of the steak. Or um, tea
1: steak Alex, that right? Uh
0: steak. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon famously eats steak with ketchup. He eats two things, steak and tuna. Um, And if he's not eating one of those things, then he's eating the other, and that's it. Um, Apparently, his his office is literally just stacks of cans of tuna. And just in the middle of meetings, he'll just rip one open, open get out a fork, yep, get out a fork and just sit there eating it like it's, you know, crisps. Edible. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like I like tuna, but tuna's I mean, good. for me, it's something that you kind of, you know, you put a bit of vinegar in it, put it on a sarni, a bit of cucumber, you know. Some people put mayonnaise. Those people are wrong, and then you move on with your life. You know, <laughs> it's certainly not something that lives in cans behind your desk.
1: <laughs> Probably not, but sashimi tuna is pretty. uh yeah no
0: like tuna that's uncooked and treated right is just just something else um
1: so yeah (laughs) (laughs) well
0: you know gotta gotta let the people become reacquainted with beard and bear now that we're um now that we're going classic we're going old school in order to deal with the pandemic of course guys do remember to stay home protect the nhs and save lives i've heard that so many times this week i'm actually saying it in my
1: fucking sleep (laughs) it's ridiculous it's still a um, good thing to do though (laughs) yeah
0: no it totally is um i mean obviously i even got in contact with taz a few days ago um time duke taz um at time duke taz on twitter um and he said that um basically people are fucked up if they're not staying inside yeah um, yeah, I, li- I like I yeah. like to put them in. Um, just just so you all know, we're 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 definitely staying non-commercial until the end of this epidemic, um, guys. <laughs> so listen to us for some ad-free bants because, yeah, I don't see the podcast market expanding enough to give us money anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> So um, Brody Lee, <laughs> obviously he's completely. Ch- is this too is this too honest, Jay? <laughs> so <laughs> Brody Lee, he seems to have completely changed how he how he wrestles in the ring. He completely changes how he's face. He when he looks at the camera because he looks at the camera a lot now when he wrestles. I don't know if you noticed.
1: Yeah, he's he's more got this cheesy grin instead of psychopath redneck
0: um it's it's almost as if yeah i'm getting the impression it's a kind of see what i can do vince like that's my only concern with this piece is that the entire thing seems to be aimed at vince mcmahon at this stage um with the way that Brody's working it's almost as if to say he's he's in there saying i was the perfect big guy with all the tools and instead you took a guy who's only been wrestling for about nine months, built him up like a motherfucker, and then had him win the Tag Team Championship with a nine-year-old, and left me on the sidelines. That seems to be the impression I'm getting, um, because he's going quite hard-hitting. Very articulate. Yeah. Yeah. Do you you, you think that this is all just a, every. I mean are you concerned I suppose is really the question that this will all get kind of consumed into one big I hate Vince McMahon jizz party and once that's done he just kind of falls into the midcard I suppose a very good question
1: there Mm. um hopefully they get they stop the vince mcmahon stuff soon and actually concentrate on the actual storyline of the dark order
0: and and building up brodie lee into a distinct character and not just yeah. a, not just a winking nodding vince mcmahon parody um yeah no i i am I'm, I'm not disappointed in it yet but if if this vince mcmahon thing goes beyond goes beyond say double or nothing um rather than him actually expanding beyond this basic archetype, then I'm going to be quite worried. Um, I I think his style of wrestling at the moment is pretty good. It's a little bit slower than I'd hoped. Um, I was, you know, hoping for something a bit closer to um, the massive surprise of the last three weeks um, in AEW, which, of course, is Lance Archer and Jake the Snake Roberts. Fuck me that guy can still fucking promo, am I right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean was, the first one he did was good but it wasn't it wasn't Jake the Snake.
0: Um I don't know, I quite liked I quite liked the whole um he came down as a kind of face, said he had a client, um, then started calling out Cody. Um I think obviously but Why did everyone fr- got
1: to call it Cody for?
0: Um, because Cody's the most important person in the world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyone who comes in, it's like aimed yeah. at Cody. Yeah,
0: no, you're entirely right. Um, I mean, I kind of think that Jake the Snakes kind of created a bit of depth there in the whole, um, you wouldn't even return our calls and I was, set, and my client was setting fire to Japan. Um, and it's because you're physically scared of him. I think that is an incredibly deep piece of storytelling for AEW and a lot deeper than you've really seen. Um, in regards to heel work bar, obviously Chris Jericho. So I like that. And I think he's the right person to tell that kind of story, but I know for, well, that's all Jake. Am I right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've now got one of the best wrestling minds in that company so mm. he's going to see a lot of good stuff coming out of it a lot of old school mentality within the matches i probably yeah i mean that's, that's not the thing
0: ab- yeah no i completely agree i mean lance archer having seen the transformation he's gone um through since um since the g1 tournament um over in over in japan and jpw um Seeing the transformation he's gone through over the last year um, in an environment where the elite weren't um, where the undercard wasn't just dominated by these gang wars and seeing him seeing him flourish into this guy, I think somebody the only thing missing from his repertoire now is the ability to tell stories in a western wrestling context rather than rather than in a Japanese context that's the only thing that he's missing and I think pairing him with Jake the Snake Roberts in order to help him do that um because I mean let's be honest he's not somebody who's who's great on the mic um he's not bad on the mic but he's not great on the mic um and having somebody like Jake the Snake to actually tell those stories through exposition in an exciting way yeah i think i think that it's the right pairing and to be honest Jake the snake is still the guy I look forward to seeing um every single week when I tune into dynamite at the moment
1: well that's that's a good testament to j snake roberts right there
0: yeah, and thank God he's not drinking um like seriously that guy that guy is killing it since since he Since quit drinking, so there's that. Um Matt Hardy Obviously the most anticipated the most anticipated of the three um most recent acquisitions by AEW. How are you finding it?
1: It's just broken Matt Hardy, isn't it? I mean
0: Well no 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 no. This is this is broken Matt Hardy As Damascus, remember, Um, obviously Zenith, the previous um, the previous person who who occupied his vessel. um, He has now been buried um, by the Young Bucks on Freeing the Delete episode 10. So what we've what we've got now is a new Matt Hardy, a new broken Matt Hardy um, performing the performing the actions of a completely different spirit as it were. Um, and my thoughts are, is that he's going to be more hardcore.
1: Okay.
0: Just thinking, introducing him at blood and guts. You've got the blood red streak through his hair. Um, like he floored Chris Jericho with one punch. I, I think that he's moving into a much more hardcore kind of, kind of place. Um, rather than I mean, cause, I mean Broken Matt Hardy towards the end of it I love Broken Matt Hardy but towards the end of it it was very much a, se- a series of different kind of fan services things wasn't it
1: are we talking Broken or Woken now
0: um, I would say Late Broken and then obviously Woken itself was just a it was just an abortion
1: broken, is, broken in TNA was at its peak when he left i
0: know but i'm more thinking that's, like that's, um the i don't, the, I don't really the, agree i'm more thinking kind of the indie dates he did during his expedition of gold okay a lot of them were pretty much tick the boxes there's vanguard one there's um there's senior benjamin um there's remy and the kids um and normal match bing bang bosh broken about hardy's been here wonderful delete off we go um I mean obviously the tag matches with with Jeff Hardy told a story. Uh, sorry brother Nero told a story, but overall his singles work once he left TNA I felt was I thought was a little bit more disposable. Possibly because he wasn't in he wasn't in a consistent environment where he could tell us a, a deeper story week to week.
1: How many days did they do on the Indies? Because it was Matt and Jeff, wasn't
0: it? Uh, yeah. Um, I couldn't tell you how many they did. I know that there was a there was a period where he was doing indies for about six months. Um, possibly even to a year. Um, but just those matches at different promotions probably didn't sit as well. But that's probably just because of the medium of it. I'm probably reading too much into it. Woken, of course. Absolute fucking nightmare.
1: Oh yeah no, that was a nightmare. <laughs> Absolute yeah. fucking shit show, but that was WWE booking, wasn't it? It's a, it, was, it was it was Vince work. McMahon.
0: I mean, um I you can just you can just see that they're like, Oh yeah, no, we're gonna put this on at the main event, that keeps Matt Hardy happy and then you can just hear Vince McMahon saying, Okay, we're queuing up the pre recorded thing, now bury it, Michael Cole And and of course Michael Cole sits there and buries it before it's even fucking aired um with the whole i don't know what you're gonna see i don't understand it this thing's crap it's gonna be really stupid okay here's matt hardy and bray wyatt you know it was uh, i mean vince mcmahon didn't want that to work but i think i think I i think we've really got to talk about as well chris jericho and how much he's giving into it like he is committing
1: whole hog to this thing isn't he Oh yeah. Asking Vanguard one to join it in a circle.
0: Yeah. And then playing along with the whole, with the whole teleportation thing and all of those kind of things, because some wrestlers would feel the need to protect their image a bit. Yeah. Um, and you get people being like, I, I, you got all your camera twigs, wink, um, you know, and you get that kind of stuff going off with someone like say Tommy Dreamer or, um, you know, Bully Ray. Um, I could imagine doing some shit like that. Um, obviously on, um, Triple H wouldn't wouldn't uh, you know wouldn't allow that to go without a wink and a nod to the camera, but Chris Jericho just completely one hundred percent went in full force, and his character allowed that to happen and still be consistent with his internal logic. What the fuck? Isn't that awesome?
1: So how how did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, wow. Um,
0: that's oh, I, I like that. I like that. I think that's well told.
1: Did you like the mics though they are using?
0: Uh, yeah, I liked Jericho using the Britney mic, um, and I liked. I, I just the whole thing felt different. Um, and judging by some of the rumors I hear coming out of Connecticut at the moment, um, in regards to the Bray Wyatt John Cena match, um, I think WWE are taking notice to it. At this stage, have you heard this about the Bray Wyatt John Cena match? No. The rumor is is that it's going to take place um, on a completely different set to the rest of WrestleMania, and is going to be um, is going to be themed, okay. um, and shot closer to a movie. So this could be their second attempt at the House of Horrors match, which actually in this environment might not be such a bad thing.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, it's going to be more like a final deletion though, isn't it? <laughs> um, Yeah,
0: um, I I think Vince McMahon's kind of saying, okay, well, we've got our guy who can do the final deletion and he's got a connection to the Broken World. We
1: yeah, have got Jeremy Borash, so he can direct <laughs> that and, be, and it'll probably turn out really well
0: um yeah but you know for a while they won't let him direct that you know for a while it'll turn to Stephen dunn and he'll be like oh look an empty chair let's point a fucking camera at it
1: if anyone needs to do it it has to be um jeremy borash
0: sorry i said Stephen dunn i meant kevin dunn but uh, yeah jeremy jeremy borash would be a good um would be a good choice at least is what i would say if i knew who jeremy borash was who's jeremy borash
1: um he's he helps create the broken character with Hardy. And I think he directed oh, okay. some of the final deletions as well with Matt Hardy.
0: Uh, that might be that might be what the whole what the, what the whole thing's about. Then it might be a case of oh well, we've got the guy who was with brains behind it because Matt Hardy. So because Matt Hardy's so worthless that he couldn't have thought of all of this. <laughs> tuna, you know, mm. <laughs> tuna. Yeah, yeah, tuna. Just good snack, good snack, full
1: of protein. Yeah oh
0: dear me so have you seen any of NXT in comparison to all of this uh yeah what have you been thinking about what they've been doing Um, I mean um I didn't watch this week's um yet but I did watch last week's which was um the two piece kind of documentary where the first first off was about um the Tommaso Ciampa and um, Johnny Gargano's storyline, and it was followed by um, a piece about Finn Balor.
1: Right, yeah, I watched that one as well. It was it was alright. Quite liked it.
0: it, it I, I thought it was good, <laughs> but it, I, I, I was unsure about it being a piece to put in that spot. I mean, I kind of get that they're they're a bit all hands on deck at the moment, and they had to tell that story to their audience at some point. Um, but it's just a shame that they couldn't have told it through weekly programming rather than through a documentary format, which is going up against at the same time a full two hour wrestling show that's all brand new content.
1: Yeah, so people would have tuned into AEW. I've not seen the numbers for that week, but I imagine they were quite high. Um, um,
0: I'll probably get them up now. um the internet's still working even if even if society is crumbling um cut so all around us. Us. <laughs> all <laughs> <fucking> around <us. laughs> Jesus uh Christ. but l x
1: t this week um so having so what they're doing now is telling the story in the ring they're actually talking to each other a lot more um mm. and setting the story that way um some breaking the four is happening as well within these programs um mm. but the new one anyway. So, yeah, they're definitely taking a different approach. and They've got new camera angles as well. Um, Hmm. And it's it's more... Well, I'd say more of a stage show because Hmm. they're adding a lot more... They're adding a lot more kind of dialogue and different kind of...
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, this is... uh, if you're a fan of Crack.com, um, they recently did um, a piece called um, WWE SmackDown without um, WWE SmackDown without a crowd is Shakespearean theatre, um, <laughs> which it kind of is. There is I mean, they their their wrestlers are now talking to each other in the match, um, and then they're telling the story kind of verbally. Um, and I kind of like that. Obviously, there are certain characters who flourish in that environment as well. Um, a great example being Bray Wyatt. Um, I mean, his, his first piece on the mic and I, I can see that they're starting to play to the format's strengths in their week on week shows, um, in regards to raw and Smackdown, not seeing this week's NXT. I haven't been, I I really couldn't comment on that. Um, just to let you know though, um, dynamite, um, Scored another victory. It was eight one nine thousand viewers on Wednesday night. Um, this was the Wednesday just gone, um, and NXT averaged six six nine thousand viewers. So nearly a hundred. Well, in fact, one hundred and fifty thousand viewers more on the Dynamite end of it. Um, still good numbers, though, um, and obviously both of them are earning are earning
1: views. I think it'd be more than that for for
0: each of them, but yeah, I was I know. was thinking because I mean, obviously, SmackDown's had a massive rating spike when the format change happened, and that seems to be that seems to be consistent week on week um, at the moment. I mean, ironically, for WWE's ratings. Um, like NXT being the worst performing show, but Raw and SmackDown have both taken a massive bump just because of how different from their normal product they currently are.
1: Oh, well, it's not good TV. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Raw and SmackDown at the moment, I think yeah. SmackDown's probably better, um, but there have been some absolute fucking turds, um, to be honest. I'm
1: watch bits and pieces.
0: Yeah, there have been some absolute turds on it. There have been some good bits obviously. Um there have been some TV and troubles as well. Triple H was the um consistently great um part of the first episode. Um never before as a man who's been demoted ended up on TV so fucking much. Um with Triple H he he is like Seriously, he's the next Michael Cole with the amount of TV time he gets. He's the next <laughs> Corey Graves. That's what's going on there. Um, that guy's on TV so fucking much.
1: He's got the time to know.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, no, this is true. Um, yeah, so kind of, kind of interested at this point in wrestling. I'm going to be really interested in how this WrestleMania is viewed in historical context as well you know in 10 years time when we're on the um wwe holographic network or whatever um
1: <clears throat> Watching WrestleMania yeah, they're,
0: 37. yeah they're repackaging they're repackaging all of their old wrestlemanias and you'll see um you know last year's main event and then you'll be like oh and this match is from wrestlemania in 2020 and it just cuts to a completely quiet performance center it's what do you do How, how how? I mean, surely you'd think that there'd be better to kind of call it something like WWE in our house or something like that and then just have WrestleMania later.
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, obviously this is going to be going down in history and people will get taught this for history. So I guess Mm. that would explain it, I guess, but... You can't really explain why it's gone from massive arenas into performance centres. Yeah,
0: I mean, uh, but they've been spending so long avoiding talking about COVID. Like, I mean, they, they at least managed to mention COVID once an episode on... On dynamite, even if it's just to say that's what's happening, um, you know. Obviously, there's a kayfabe reason to it in that um, Chris Jericho believes he's banned all of the all of the audience from from attending his shows. Um, but <laughs> um, but I mean, that's just in the world of Jericho. The actual the actual thrust of it is is that WWE are just pretending COVID doesn't exist, at least with on their TV. And I kind of get it because it's like you want all to be kind of happy and kind of, you don't want to focus on the negative especially at this time.
1: Yeah, I mean, Triple H even said that in NXT to say it was in my head just then, but now it's come. So that's always good. Uh, Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Let's move on from that. In fact, Um, let's take a small break. (laughs) Hey Bear,
0: what are you doing? Why, Beard? I... (laughs) Checking out Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Radio Republic and Stitcher, which is where you can find the Beard and Bear Power Hour. What wow. You, I know. Isn't it just amazing?
1: It is. We're on so many different platforms. I know. Were you aware
0: we are also available on Twitter and YouTube? Crazy. Isn't it just that's why every single morning I like to go on those sites, unsubscribe, and then subscribe again so I can have that wonderful experience of subscribing over and to and us. Over and again. Exactly. And you'll want to do that too. Definitely try subscribing. It feels
1: great. And unsubscribing, subscribing again. <laughs> well, no, don't actually unsubscribe. <laughs> well, actually just subscribe. Yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, Thanks. So we're, we're, we're happy to do that. Thanks. A bit about Uh, my cream's still good.
0: Welcome back to JFabe.
1: Hello. We
0: are on the lockdown. lockdown. (laughs) We're enjoying everything. as of course Louis B's lockdown rhythm from the grime all-stars part of SBTV's way of keeping everyone entertained during the lockdown Um, and I am using it without permission I'm totally going to get shot (laughs) 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 Uh, of course you can always get in contact with us through Twitter if you're if you're interested Um, we're available I am at not a time duke um, on Twitter I'm willing to talk to anyone at the moment. If you're feeling a bit lonely because you're all locked down, feel free to drop us a line. You can also go at jfabe podcast. Um, J is at I am not a robot. Um, robot is spelt with zeros instead of O's. And of course, time Duke Taz will be fielding your questions between now and the end of the universe. Um, that is at time Duke taz on twitter you'll also get in contact with us on anchor.fm forward slash jfabe he'll leave us a little message we'll be happy to talk that through on the show if you've got some support for some key workers in your life then feel free to just throw that in there as well as some good wrestling opinions um we would like either at the moment um just anything you guys have got to say because this is a time of our lives when we should all stick together um yeah. Um we just um recently got breaking news um today actually that um Bojo, um Boris Johnson has got COVID nineteen. Um that did happen. Which that did happen. Yeah. So So is the uh, um
1: Health Secretary as well.
0: Health Secretary as well, yep, yeah, Um who um I believe this I believe he's is he the one who decided to say that old people should just move aside in a in a bizarre Twitter rant? Um, I
1: don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um,
0: be I'm harsh. not. I'm not. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Um, still, conservatives have been nicely gutting our NHS for years, um, and I'm sure Bojo is feeling that he's in safe hands now. Um, yeah, I bet he is. Other breaking news today was that Roman Reigns has indeed um, decided that he won't be facing Goldberg at this year's WrestleMania. Um, Vince McMahon obviously shat his pants um, at the thought of it. Um, Most likely he was just trying to fart and follow through um, as he famously did um, once on an episode of Monday Night Raw.
1: so did that happen that happened yes it actually did happen
0: it did actually happen (laughs) like this is not me this is not this is not just me just making shit up um this is like a shitsy black heart randy orton shits in bags kind of situation it did really happen um so other interesting stuff we're talking before the break about um a slightly different type of match for the Bray Wyatt-John Cena piece. Um, and obviously, within the last 24 hours or so, um, well, since Monday Night Raw, um, or Smackdown, Friday Night Smackdown, sorry, um, there have been talk of a Boneyard match between AJ Styles and, um, of course, The Undertaker. Apparently aj Styles talked on his mixer channel um recently that the match will take place in a graveyard setting um he admitted that even though he was wondering what a boneyard match was going to be at first he indicated that they're not calling it a graveyard match or a buried alive match because of what's going on around the world so therefore boneyard match is uh, uh a better uh, i mean
1: how so ridiculous it's a buried is? alive match in a graveyard
0: <laughs> that's the impression i'm getting um, and they're calling it a boneyard match um right. it, it, he he actually came out of his way to say <clears throat> and i actually have the 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 recording um if you're ready for this <clears throat> There's a reason why I think it's called a Boneyard match, because we didn't want to say cemetery or graveyard. You know everything that's going on, it sucks. Boneyard <laughs> is slang for graveyard, it really is. So, I mean, my fir- the first thing I like about that... The recording um, was
1: pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no, it <laughs> Quite was... Clear. I, I,
0: yeah, it's, it's amazing how clear it was, actually. Um, my favourite my favorite part of that is that he likes to re-emphasise right at the end with the whole, Boneyard is slang for graveyard. It really is. Jesus smile at the end thumbs up yeah it's like you never you can tell Vince McMahon was just whispering in his whispering in his chip at that point to try and try and get him to tell him it's what they all call it damn it you know because it's like uh, uh, what Uh, 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 yeah first off terrible idea at this point Um, like If anything, I will be trying to remove the product. I mean, again, I'm I'm saying AEW is a good example here. Um, If anything, I'd be wanting to remove the product from the concept of blood, guts, and you know, gore um, entirely. But to set an entire match in a graveyard, um, (laughs) like you'd.
1: (laughs) What are your thoughts? I mean, this should probably be one of AEW stars' biggest matches. But it's gonna take us a bit older now, so it's probably gonna be a bit iffy, in my mm. opinion. But to have a match in a graveyard right now is pretty poor tasty. taste. Yeah, tasty yeah, poor yeah. taste. <laughs> yeah, both. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think it's. Um, I think it's a poor piece of planning, um, and I think. I kind of get it, but, and and what else would you theme it as? Because it's not like AJ Styles has a theme um, other than being a relatively good wrestler. Um, But if anything, I would say that this would be the perfect time to, I don't know, maybe have it in a a bike shop or something, you know, or just some other aspect of The Undertaker's long and storied personality other than the whole dead people thing.
1: They could look on a different avenue, but they've decided to stick with it. Maybe the one who think, th-
0: it. Yeah, I think they're probably thinking, or poss- potentially if this was going to be The Undertaker's last match, um, which I'm hoping it's not now that it's a fucking Boneyard match, but if this was going to be The Undertaker's last match, then obviously they'd want something that would be a bit timeless, and... This kind of stuff will be all right for the future once we once we get a vaccine for this thing and you know all of that kind of stuff. But for we can right go back now, and watch
1: it like it was meant to be watched. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> safe in the knowledge that death is a faraway concept that not, not that's not going to happen to us because we're all young. Um, but right now, it's it just feels like the wrong time.
1: No, yeah, totally agree. Probably not the best choice, but um, they're going to stick with it. So hmm. probably going to um, watch it and then make my own
0: opinion. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, so other rumours coming from PW Insider at the moment, which is a somewhat reliable source. Um, so there have been a lot of rumors about vince mcmahon rescheduling wrestlemania and all of those kind of things um and they then announced that the show was too big for one night um and it was to be held across two tapings of course um but according to pwi insider um wrestlemania 36 went ahead just because of one person and that is wwe chairman and ceo vince mcmahon apparently everybody else wanted to call it off but vince mcmahon insisted that it was going to happen does that surprise you
1: no not really no
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> i'd say it does um, but don't know the guy but sounds like something he would do
0: yeah um well in this situation of course it's um it's just kind of one of those things where it is just a. It's like a Vince McMahonism, isn't it? Um, it's just. What more can you say about the guy? He's just this kind of bollocks all over, isn't he?
1: Yes, he is. I mean, yeah. they, they could have moved it, but then it would have forgotten all the storylines. But what would you put in place the WrestleMania if the WrestleMania was happening now?
0: Mm. Yeah. And then um, you've got, well, you got,
1: you got to build a new card for it. And they've already been building mm. WrestleMania. So it's... They could have just cancelled it and nothing happened. Mm. And then could What should you do in the next night on Raw if nothing's happened?
0: Yeah, no. Um, and I think, obviously, there are a lot of stars who have um, a get-out clause in case WrestleMania doesn't happen. Um, there have been talks as well that it might just be um, kind of... It might have just been for the insurance that he hang, hung on for so long um, as well. Um, He was waiting to make sure that the insurance companies paid out. That sounds like something he'd do. Um, Yeah. So um, I thought this would be a good time anyway um, to kind of introduce a brand new section, um, which we are going to call um, people's stupid comments about the news I just read. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So just because people's opinions are so valuable... Um, This is a bit of a WrestleMania special, so we're just going to talk about what people had to say about this um, whole news story. Um, So Porkchop45 um, says, In other news, the sky is blue. (laughs) Spartacus111 said, No, it'll be all right. Why? Because evil cannot die. Quite like that. Um, Cam Newton said, A room full of no's, but the one yes is the ruling call. SMH. What does SMH actually mean? No.
1: What does it mean? (laughs) I doubt
0: there were really any no's as Vince McMahon surrounded by yes men, but they might have tried to advise waiting. That's from Loki. I don't know if it's the same one who had banging matches um, about 10 years ago and then publicly humiliated himself in numerous different ways. Um, You're right. I can see someone, you know, we might want to back off for a while and then Vince McMahon completely ignoring them. That's from Cam Newton once more. Um, So Andrew Martin likes to mention all of our thoughts here when he says, time for Vince to go away. So... I it's think that's um, yeah. I think that's um, that's a good that's a good little section there. I should do that every week.
1: So I enjoyed it. That's a good, good section. Hot hitting effect.
0: Hmm. Oh <laughs> oh oh! I wish I'd have read this one as well. Nmm man says Vince McMahon alone in his rationale to no sell the coronavirus. Colour me shocked. No <laughs> like it um <laughs> Yeah, so that's pretty much where we are with the news this week, barring the fact that Dark Side of the Ring um, has premiered this week with a two-part episode about Chris Benoit. I've only seen the first one, haven't yet seen the second one. I believe, Jay, you've seen the second one. Um, any any previews for um, our next show, which is going to be um, a weekly piece that we do on... What day of the week shall we record this? What day? Uh, yeah, I'll outside the ring thing. Uh, so I'm Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so I reckon we'll probably do Jay stuck inside on Friday nights. So we'll probably do this show on Friday on Friday nights, um, if that's okay with Jay, which is general wrestling news. Probably going to be a bit shorter um than our usual shows because there's a lot less wrestling news at the moment um obviously because everyone's working on a skeleton crew roster um and of course on tuesdays we'll be reviewing dark side of the ring um throughout the process of those premieres um that will most likely drop um midnight tuesday night um as far as the uk is concerned which will be about 6 p.m um eastern time Um, for you guys over in America Um, just in time for you to not commute home from work Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) mate what I know it's true but come on well well, yeah
0: I don't don't, don't know what else to say (laughs)
1: but you're not commuting home from work well, I'm yeah, but you can. All ins- its
0: well, you can instead do something like I don't know, maybe, maybe tidy, uh, vacuum on. You can vacuum under your sofa with your headphones on. We need to re-record that old beard and bear advert. But instead of being like, you can listen to us on a plane, you can listen to us <laughs> on a bus. We should just be like, while well, stuck at home, over and over again. <laughs>
1: I I used I used the plane thing at work for a um, brief protection, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> 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 wow! Nice. It's a kind of plane. <laughs> yeah. It's a kind of train. It's a kind of bus. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, does it does
0: it does it sell
1: it? <clears throat> Sometimes it does. Nice. Sometimes it does. Okay. But, um, yeah. um,
0: so, what were your thoughts on this whole? Um, this this whole Benoit piece, I mean, uh, we're going to go more in-depth about it on Tuesday anyway, but just kind of an initial kind of... Because I was concerned watching the first one that it was going to go way too dark um, in the second one, but then it's hard <laughs> not for it to go dark in the second
1: one. Yeah, it did go dark. I'm not going to lie yeah. to you. It went very mm. dark in, in the um, second one. But all we'll ends on and- the light notes. So the first episode is very light-hearted get you into the story mm. things happen You hear about the arguments things like that and then you go into the second one and yeah it does it does get dark. but obviously you haven't seen that so no one spoiled it for you, you yeah no, that I know that's I Tuesday. think I know how
0: it ends mate to be honest but
1: yeah um, obviously but there's a light hot bit at the end
0: yeah it's I, do you think it's about time that the wrestling industry did have this kind of look at Chris Benoit um, I mean it's understandable why someone like why, why a company like WWE wouldn't necessarily want to approach it, um, but do you think it's right that it's had this kind of lens shone on it at this stage by industry insiders rather than rather than by like sixty minutes or something?
1: I don't know. I think it was needed. For, yeah, for people to understand what happened. Um, you, you get that from Nancy's sister, forgotten the name, and then you've got David Benmore, mm. um,
0: um I mean, David. Well. David Benoit obviously comes across as um, he comes across as a bit more sane than he did in his recent um, in some of the recent slam pieces about him using Chris Benoit Jr. as his as his ring name, mm. and you know um, he comes across as as somebody who's been kind of marred by a tragedy that it's been hard for him to get over, and that's completely understandable. Um, I couldn't imagine how agonizing that is um so it's it's i don't know it's i i find it hard to comment on him really because i mean the first thing I, i always want to say is he's a guy who looks like his eyes have been shrink wrapped in tears at this stage um he hasn't had a good time of it um and i can understand why somebody would make somebody would make decisions that i wouldn't necessarily agree with Um, but at the same time, I can, I can certainly see his perspective a lot more having come out of the first episode, um, because it did remind me of a lot of, a lot of the great Chris Benoit moments that Mm -hmm. it would be disingenuous to pretend didn't happen.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, Chris Benoit the wrestler and Chris Benoit the brain traumatized man man. it's completely different
0: isn't it yeah no definitely definitely Um, it's hard to kind of talk about other um, it's kind of hard to talk about other episodes of um, Dark Side of the Ring um, when you're talking about the Benoit one as well because obviously Benoit I think is, is the story that Dark Side of the Ring was really made for um, it's like you watch the first series and you kind of, you know that they're wanting to prove it as a concept before they do a two-part episode on Chris Benoit um, and obviously you get Chris stuff Lee like
1: proved quite well I think they proved it quite well. The
0: the first (laughs) season was incredible, and I think certainly it it warrants a rewatch at this stage. I've watched a few of the episodes again while I was getting ready for for season two. Mm. Um, So I think from my perspective, um, I think if you're happy to do it, um, especially considering that we don't know how long this lockdown is actually going to go on in the UK, um, it, I I would be very happy to revisit the first season as well um, okay. during during our Dark Side of the Ring piece if if you have the availability to watch it. I do. Um, excellent. So I think that's definitely something um, that needs to happen. Um, it, yeah. Anything else to say on this before we kind of do a deep dive on it on Tuesday? No, or?
1: I think we should. Yeah, leave it for Tuesday. Leave it for uh, Tuesday. That's fair. That that's, well, fair.
0: That's, I think we would. Um, I think that's going to be a bit more of a. It's going to be an unusual episode for us because we very often talk about current events, and this is this is going to be us talking about something completely different. I suppose. And speculating
1: um, ourselves, and
0: yeah, so it's going to be it's going to be an interesting listen. Um, you guys can can definitely tune in and listen to it while you're stuck at home.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Good you're stuck at home, not commuting home from work stuck on the same four walls every single day. Listen to our podcast. Are you,
0: are you, <laughs> <laughs> are you doing all right there, Jay? I mean, you sound like you're not, not coping quite too well with this.
1: <laughs> no, I'm doing fine. I'm doing all right. uh, fair play. I have um, my daily walk and I go to the shops. Yeah, yeah cool. Risking my um, life going to the shops.
0: Yeah, it's a terrifying time to be alive. Um, and I suppose really, I know that I feel like I'm making a bit of light of this whole, whole situation, but I feel that we've kind of got to try and find the joy in yeah. life that we can at the moment. Um, Sun Tzu said that um, life is constantly switching between two states, peace and war um and when you're in war it's very hard to understand peace and when you're in peace it's like being relieved um and i think the worst type of war um that he outlines in the art of war is is the type of emotional war that you just don't see coming and blindside you and i think for a lot of us this kind of came out of nowhere um you know because you listen to the news and you're just like oh it's just another swine flu and then you're like oh no 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 they're closing down it's oh shit now i can't go out you know that's pretty much how it's happened for most of us um
1: in a nutshell definitely yeah
0: other other news outside of WWE and AEW. Um, obviously, New Japan Pro Wrestling closed down a little bit of a while ago. Um, they've been doing talk shows um, recently and releasing um, and focusing on a lot of their back catalogue. They've recently just handed back tickets um, ticket sales to um, to Sakura Genesis. So it looks like they're going to be um, on this path for a little while longer. Um, real interesting news has come out that. Um, uh, Kota Ibushi spoke about living with Mallory-Weiss syndrome, um, which, um, for those of you who aren't aware, um, has afflicted him most of his life. Um, Mallory-Weiss syndrome is a condition marked by a tear in the mucous membrane or inner lining um, where the esophagus meets the stomach. Um, it can cause significant bleeding. so um, he's, Apparently, his, his workout reg- regimen has to take that into account which considering how fucking great he looks all the time you know what i mean um you ha- he has to take that into account with everything else jay jay has gone everybody that's 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 jay um jay no jay has gone oh well i should probably just go on to a completely different subject um oh this is this is going so well this is going so well so of course you can always give us a listen um we are available on anchor.fm please feel free to listen to our back catalogue um there is lots of shit going off there um there is all sorts of stuff for you to listen to and enjoy um you've also got our christmas special we would really enjoy it if you gave that a listen to it's a nice bit of fiction for you to while away your time inside um we will be sticking with our current train of thought um until wrestlemania um and yeah there's lots there's lots for us to there's lots for you to listen to in our archive as well as um, lots of new content, kind of... Of content. <laughs> we really really do <laughs> oh hi jay hi jay How you doing?
1: Hey, Rich, How you doing? how's it going sorry mate going? <laughs> talking no. about
0: you? Oh, okay, you may have asked okay. my
1: opinion or something and i just wasn't there to give
0: it <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay no, that's cool that's cool i was just saying um so were you aware that um had um mallory weiss syndrome no Okay, so apparently um, it's a tear um, in the mucous membrane or in the lining where the esophagus meets the stomach. Um, Although most tears heal within 7 to 10 days without treatment, Mallory Weiss tears cause significant bleeding. Uh, uh, on living with it he said "Um, I just feel absolutely terrible one day and throw up three or four times Um, what can happen is there's this thin connected tissue between your stomach and your esophagus and that can tear and get damaged, that's Mallory Weiss apparently a lot of college students get it if they're not used to alcohol or binge drinking and throw up and that sparks this issue for me it was probably the flu that sparked the vomiting, oh it sucks the flu alone sucked Um, I had this awful cough and felt a bunch of mucus in my throat um regardless he's he's been talking about living with that and working out with that, keeping up his body with that i I kind of have a bit of a new found respect for this guy just because of how good he looks most of the time i mean that his his working out is on point and the fact that he's also dealing with that on a on a bi-daily basis at the moment as well
1: that's insane
0: yeah absolutely matches
1: that the guy produces as well with, living with yeah. that is absolutely phenomenal. The
0: guy is fucking incredible. Um, so um, he has said that he's not a big fan of the current trend of playing to empty arenas. Um He said um, i'm not a fan of playing to empty arenas. Um, that's a direct quote Um, (laughs) There's of course a lot of merits for watching video and you can get a closer sense of action in the ring Perhaps the thing is though i'm not really about showing off what moves I can do I want to be engaging to a live crowd in that sense I really don't see the point of running events if there aren't going to be any people there. Um I kind of understand that and there is kind of a way around that by having the the live audience that AEW had um at least that first week
1: yeah no that was that was pretty pretty smart on well, half have to have the rest of out there as the audience right, I think the biggest, it- and elegance, you know.
0: Yeah, I think the biggest I mean I like that they're all out there telling their own stories for 2 hours. I thought that was really clever and it's the kind of stuff that AEW have done uh, that I've criticized AEW for not doing enough of previously, but I think it was the perfect use of their talents. I was a bit disappointed this week's AEW the one that aired on the 25th. Um I was I was disappointed that they couldn't keep that up. Um but due to Florida legislation it seems like they weren't allowed on set um, is my understanding um so we cut to pre-recorded reactions in the backstage area um which doesn't have the same kind of doesn't have the same kind of feel to it i don't think can you think of a way that they could work around that
1: no because they can't have any more than whoever needs to be out there out there
0: <laughs> <laughs> you say that I mean, one of the great ways um, to work around that would, of course, be to have um, Cody do commentary because we all love hearing him say "Wait a minute" every thirty seconds. Um, But beyond that, did you ever see Hollywood Squares? No. Oh, okay. So what you have (laughs) is a so what Hollywood Squares was? It was a game show. Blank kind of yeah it was a game show where you had a grid of um nine squares and a hollywood celebrity was in each one and they used to comment on um what the contestants were doing so i was thinking if you had like a grid a nine by nine grid of nine different wrestlers reacting to it via video call you could have that you could have that event kind of feel what you'd want to do is obviously make sure that they were all on the local network um but they wouldn't necessarily have to be in the arena setting in order to do that and then you'd have like a bank of wrestlers who could who could comment and chip in at different times and kind of be asked what they thought of the show it might not be perfect but i think it would be interesting
1: who would you have on the panel
0: um if I were to have yeah, a like... panel. So <laughs> probably um if I had to list it, I would probably go for um, let me have a think. Um so I'd have Taz, um, Dave Meltzer, Corey Graves, Alistair Black, <laughs> Eric and Ivar, Sonny, Kenny Omega, Kota <laughs> Ibushi. MJF, maybe Tony Khan, Cody Rhodes,
1: uh,
0: Nigel <laughs> Um all of them, all of them, everyone. It's
1: not nine um, anymore, everybody, it's just all of those <laughs> yeah, specific no, it's wrestlers, it's specific yeah. wrestlers, all 12 of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah definitely, <laughs> those would be the ones. Um,
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know I why. I mean, I that's
0: crazy mix, of, crazy mix of wrestlers, right there. I mean, yeah, now it's kind of a crazy mix of wrestlers. Who, who, who knows what goes on? What about Jesse the Body of us- Mate, I think that'd be a stretch. <laughs> I mean, that guy's—you y- y- know—the history that we have with him. I
1: know he's Nigel, right?
0: Um, you've been listening to the show on um, Anchor FM forward slash jfabe haven't you? I have. Yeah. Yeah, I have as well. There's there's been quite a few there's been quite a few interesting things come out of that. Um but yeah, I mean telling that story um has been a lot of fun and I really, really wish we could have finished the story that I had planned, but I mean that's gotta be on pause at the moment, um, for obvious reasons. So. It will be finished though. It,
1: is, it, it is will be coming. finished. It is We don't know is. when, it is <laughs> <coming. laughs>
0: It is definitely coming. Um shall we um stick a fork in this
1: yeah sure <laughs> i don't think there's much for us to talk about um fair play john, well. john moxley being on WWE backstage
0: um was he? <laughs> was he
1: yeah we're all working from home so it's like podcast setting on tv like oh, in the okay. different houses and then john moxley walks up with the dog Behind Renee's test I've not seen it myself yet, but Oh wow. Um I haven't so seen that. That's... The AEW Champion was on a WWE product.
0: Oh I bet Vince was absolutely <laughs> shitting his pants.
1: <laughs> <sighs> wow.
0: Um brilliant
1: though, isn't it? It's brilliant.
0: Yeah, no, that is great. And um I bet I bet Renee was happy with that. yes yeah.
1: You know, smiling away. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Should we um, right then? Right then. I'm going to outro this now, and um, I've done with it. If you're happy with that, Um, everybody, please feel free to feel free to like, subscribe. Um, Yeah, Um, if you have listened, yeah, I I hope you continue listening um, during these crazy times. Um, Yeah.
1: They say everyone, stay indoors, do your bit and then hopefully this will all just disappear but everyone's got to do their bit
0: Everybody has Um, In fact, I I think I got this You may have heard some of our shows in the past and know that sometimes we like to invite silly caricatures on to do guest spots as well as tell stories We had great plans for this year Our story was going to react to the wrestling world as time went on and become a fun alternative to a world some people take too seriously We wish we could finish that story but humanity has a real fight on its hands now, and we feel that the time is no longer right for our brutal and sometimes mean satire. People on the front lines of this new frontier are the brave men and women of our health services, scientists working late into the night, capacity planners and economists working on keeping our society from crumbling, the key workers stacking shelves, drivers keeping our food supplies replenished, volunteer teachers teaching the key workers kids and so many more I can't have time to mention. Then there's those of us lucky enough not to be sick. We need to go out of our way to help each other, make sure that the social distancing guidelines are followed, brave our governments lockdowns and ensure the world at the end of this god awful Covid-19 epidemic is a better one, a safer one, one where we look back on some of the rhetoric spewed online and maybe realise wrestling should bring us together. It's funny how important it was four weeks ago and how important it isn't now. So stay the fuck home guys. This is the moment of our lifetime where we go out of our way to support and help each other for the sake of the people who have dedicated their lives to making sure we stay healthy. This is the moment in your lifetime where your grandkids will judge you for the good your actions did in protecting key workers who keep society together so they could inherit something. We dedicate our show to all those doing their part to support each other during this time and especially the people making sure we have food on our shelves and medicine in our veins. You are not alone in your fight wherever you are. People around the world are in their homes to keep you safe. So keep safe, stay indoors and save lives. We're here, we'll entertain you. We're not alone. Retardus, are you receiving me? Nigel McGuinness standing by. Dave Meltzer standing by. Corey Graves standing by. Alistair Black standing by. Kenny Omega standing by. Buddy Carter Oblisher standing by. Sammy standing by. MJF, standing by Tony Khan, standing by Cody Rhodes, standing by Hangman Page, standing by Google, standing by
1: Alexa, standing by
0: OG Tash, standing by Right me oh muckers, this ain't gonna be easy The Earth's under quarantine and we need to make sure that they're nice and entertained There's one more person who I think our crew needs And I know it's going to fuck up the timeline, so we can't tell you how we got here. But, we needed a commander. Jesse the body Ventura standing by.
1: See you next week, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Anchor.fm. Forward slash I mean, you're not even gonna explain it. You're just gonna, just gonna stop, stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
0: pretty much it. <laughs> Bye, just everybody. See you later, guys. <laughs> I'm sure we'll Keep find saying. out at some
1: point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's gonna happen. It's gonna it's happen. Gonna drop that
1: bombshell. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye.